The Tech Today podcast is brought to you by SSNC Technologies, a global market-leading provider of cloud-based investment accounting software services in fund administration. SSNC's AI-powered investment operations and accounting platform, Singularity, provides real-time, multi-basis accounting across a wide range of asset types with unparalleled automation and operational efficiency. Singularity is offered on a software-as-a-service basis or via smart source. SSNC's intelligent middle and back office accounting service. For more information, visit ssctech.com forward slash singularity. Welcome to the Tech Today podcast powered by CEO Raider. It's your host, John Mayetta. Check us out online at ceoraider.com. Anonymously rate your company, rate your CEO. Check out our capital markets and technology related content at techtoday.com. And the, the topic today, we just published an article, is around the federal government taking a hard look at M&A deals and how that scrutiny combined with high corporate debt is going to crimp innovation. It's going to be an innovation tax, if you will. Innovation is going to slow in the tech sector and there's going to be a substantial opportunity cost associated with that. And so if you recall several weeks ago, the Trump administration said they're going to take a hard look at M&A activity as it relates to the large platform technology companies. And today it was reported that they're also looking at Visa's acquisition of, of Plaid and a number of other uh, fintech deals, MasterCard, and there were a couple of other fintech companies mentioned. So in the Obama administration, they took a hard look at M&A. They really ramped up the level of uh, M&A scrutiny. I lived through it. And now the Trump administration is turning it up a notch. And so if you're Google, Amazon, Facebook, and the federal government's looking at you through the antitrust lens, and they're scrutinizing M&A as a result, that is a, a wet blanket on M&A, a wet blanket on innovation. Having the Department of Justice, the FTC review deals more closely is going to slow deal closures. And frankly, it's just going to make companies less willing to engage in M&A. There are some CEOs who just don't view M&A as a, as a core element of their growth strategy. And those CEOs are just going to be completely turned off now to even look at M&A opportunistically. And then you'll have CEOs who do view M&A as a core lever in their growth strategy, um, you know, just be less likely to engage. Whereas prior to the Trump administration's commentary around antitrust and M&A, let's say a particular company who views mergers and acquisitions as a core growth strategy, let's say they look at everything under the sun so long as uh, a particular target fits their strategy. It's either part of what they already do or it's you know closely adjacent to their current business. Well, maybe now instead of looking at everything in the landscape, maybe they only look at stuff where you know the, the, the valuation is just outstanding or there's, a, there's a, a, a great willingness by the other party to do a deal and do a deal quickly or for whatever reason, a particular company's target is viewed as being highly strategic in other words, if, if, if a deal isn't highly attractive and if it doesn't have a high probability of getting done at a favorable valuation in the near to intermediate term, let's call, let's call these uh, priority one deals, potential deals for a given company. If a target company doesn't fit that priority one profile, then the acquirer is just going to be less likely to engage. You know, maybe they don't. Maybe they don't engage at all with a particular target, or maybe uh, just you know their, their willingness to engage isn't as they don't have the same sense of urgency. 
for a priority two or a priority three target. And therefore, it's just, you know, to schedule that initial meeting, there's not the same sense of urgency. To figure out a potential valuation and, and send out an LOI, maybe there's not the same sense of urgency. You know, this could manifest itself in a whole bunch of different ways. But the, the net of it is that you're just going to see within the tech sector less M&A activity. It doesn't mean M&A activity comes to a grinding halt. It just means that there's going to be less. How much less? I don't know. Yeah, that's why I say it's an opportunity cost. It's difficult to define what exactly this is going to look like. But I could tell you that CEOs and uh, corp dev teams are just going to, going to uh, focus on those deals that are a, a high priority. Not that they weren't focused on those deals in the past, but they'll be uh, even more focused on those high priority, high probability deals. And so net net, I think that just means you see less M&A activity at the margin. Certainly for those companies that are in the government's crosshairs, the large platform tech companies, but also for um, you know some of the, 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 the smaller, large cap, mid cap, and even small cap technology companies. And where I think this really causes problems, it's with, if, if you're a technology company, it could be a mid cap, could be a large cap, and you, know, you have significant debt on the balance sheet, granted you know, debt's at uh, low rates, and even if some of it is variable rate, interest rate's going to be low for the next several years anyway. But let's just say, you, you as is the case with most uh, or with many companies, including technology companies, you're, you're highly levered. You have a, a, a dividend commitment. Uh, you have a share repurchase program. And you also do a little bit of M&A. Well, now there's going to be less M&A activity. So if you're a company that historically has relied on M&A for growth, that strategic lever is now less attractive. So I think how this manifests itself is you'll see more share repurchase activity. Because if a given company typically has not, does not have a history of driving substantial organic revenue growth, and they rely heavily on M&A because uh, product development is just not a core competency, well, if you, if you ratchet down that M&A lever, if that becomes less of a, of a factor now, uh, it, 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 you know, it's a less valuable tool, then you've got to find some other way to compensate and, and, and give shareholders something. And I think the, you know, the, the easy thing, because we already have a long history of it, well, it would be to execute more share buyback activities. Just, just ramp that up that much more. So if you're going to lose maybe whatever the number is, X dollars of revenue from M&A over the next five years, maybe you compensate by ramping up your share repurchase activity. So we'll see how it plays out. That's all for now. See you next time.